1: E. G. Marshall. I'd treat with the devil, give promise or pact, to make all my fantasies turn into fact. Thus spoke the poet. Look at the world you live in today. If we are worried, troubled, it is because the megalomaniacal fantasies of three men became actual, hideous reality. Consider a certain half mad Austrian house painter. A bombastic Italian journalist. A sleepy-eyed Russian bank robber. Karen, what is the matter with you? Karen, are you all right?
2: Yes, Heinrich, I'm all right.
1: Something's wrong. Your cheeks are flushed. Let me feel your pulse. You
2: mean you want to touch me?
1: Karen, it's me, Heinrich.
2: Oh, no. I know now who you are. Your God.
0: God. Our
1: mystery drama, Goodbye, Carl Eric, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Kevin McCarthy. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Sinoff, the sinus medicines. I'll be back shortly with Act One. A Lone Ranger and Tonto are camped in the woods just outside of town when suddenly the great horse Silver rears and. Kimasami! Yes, Tonto. Silver senses trouble. Come on. Quickly, the masked rider of the plains and his faithful Indian companion head into the thick underbrush. Smell smoke, Kimasami. Over there, Tonto. Hurry. Suddenly, they come upon a clearing, and there, just inches from the hanging branches of a giant tree, a smoldering campfire. Quick, Tonto. Grab that empty bucket. As Tonto hurries to a nearby stream, the Lone Ranger stirs the fire until the embers cool. Then Tonto returns and drowns the fire twice. Good work, Tonto. Ah, but what about men who start fire? Well, Tonto, they have a choice. Either they'll put an end to careless fires, or they'll put an end to the forest. Let's go. Service on behalf of the Forest Service, State Foresters, and the Ad Council. Here's a tip from your Better Business Bureau on the metric system. You know, the worldwide trend today is toward a universal system of measurement, the metric system. The names of this new system may sound strange to you at first, but fortunately, there are only a few words that have to be learned for everyday use, and these are the millimeter, centimeter, meter, and kilometer for describing length and distance the milliliter and liter for capacity or volume, the gram, kilogram, and ton for weight, the kilometer per hour for highway speed, and the degree Celsius or centigrade for temperature. You're already using some of these terms more than you may realize. For example, when you go to the supermarket, you see weights expressed in grams on more and more packaged items. Now, for more information on this whole metric system... Write to Metric Information Office, National Bureau of Standards, Washington, D.C. When we wish to learn about history, we turn to the writings of historians. 500, 1,000 years from now, how will people look back at the arch-villains of our times? Who knows? We are about to meet a historian, a diary keeper named Heinrich Stammler. When he first started his diary many years ago in the city of Hamburg, Heinrich Stammler, doctor of medicine, was very thin, very blonde, very German, and still rather young. January 2nd, 1927 grandfather presented me with this beautiful leather-bound book and directed me to fill its empty pages with the day-by-day story of my life. My promise to keep a journal would not have survived had it not been for Frau Müller. And who is Frau Müller, you ask? In the two years that I've been resident in the hospital, Frau Müller has been a wispy, white-haired wraith of a woman, constantly on her knees in the corridor, scrubbing brush clenched in both fists as she performed her ceaseless ritual to some goddess of cleanliness. We never spoke. We never even exchanged casual greetings. Indeed, I never even knew her name was Frau Muller until yesterday. Yes? Come in. I said come in. Yes? Oh, you're the cleaning woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it that time of day already? Yes, it is. All right. I'm through here. You can tidy up.
2: Uh, Herr Doctor. Yes? Well? I... I... My name is Muller. Emma Muller.
1: Well, well, happy New Year to you, Frau Muller. And now I shall get out of the way.
2: Hey, Herr Doctor, mm-hmm? uh, you, you... What is... What is... What's become... You must help me. What do you want? What, what do I want? I, I, I realize I, I have no right to, to want anything, to, to ask anything. I know I'm forgetting my place, forgetting who I am. Well,
1: don't be forgetting what you want to ask me.
2: They say that, that you are, are a kind man. I'm a poor woman. I have no friends, no money. I have no family. You are my only hope. Uh-huh. For what? But
0: well,
2: I... I... I have a son. Hmm? His name is Carl Eric. Yes? I know I impose upon your kindness... No, 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 no. Stay
1: with Carl Eric. You
2: must help well, him. What's wrong with him? He... He's unable to speak. He... He doesn't speak. Hmm? Because he
1: cannot? Or because he will not?
2: He... He stopped speaking... Suddenly, when his father died. Mm. And whatever you do to him, whatever you say to him, he Mm. will not utter a single word. Sometimes he he makes sounds in his throat, Mm. but he doesn't speak.
1: Mm. All right, bring him here to the hospital and we'll have a look. Now, Frau Muller, you must excuse me. But
2: he... Carl Eric, he... He cannot come to the hospital. Why not? But he... He he refuses. Mm Mm-mm.
1: He can't afford to take that attitude.
2: He won't go anywhere. I I, I can't get him to set foot well, out of the house. And
1: Frau Muller, there's nothing I can do.
2: Would you... Could you come to see him? No,
1: Frau Muller. I could not.
2: Oh, please. I, I know I haven't the right I, to ask.
1: I wouldn't, because he himself must be interested enough to come here. But
2: he's stubborn. Further?
1: Stupid. I am not permitted to treat patients privately. Please, please. I'm sorry sorry that you have heard my final word on the subject. But she hadn't. She wanted to hear more. Do you know this woman was waiting for me very late last evening outside the Schauspiel house where I had gone to see the play by Bertolt Brecht? She was standing under a lamppost in the falling snow. Here, Doctor. Hmm? What is it? Oh, oh you are Frau Muller.
2: Oh, forgive me. You see, you are my only hope.
1: My last hope. Frau Muller, I, I am willing to help you, but you will have to bring your son to the clinic. But he won't come. Well, in that case, there is nothing I can do. Don't you understand? No. She doesn't understand. She waits for me everywhere, outside the hospital, outside the restaurant, the theater, nightclub, my apartment. This frail, obsequious woman, begging, pleading, imploring. Oh,
2: please, here, doctor. I'm old, tired. Pity me. I can only live a little while longer, and then, what will become of my my little Carl Eric? What's to become of him?
1: Escape. Her voice follows me. Her face haunts me. There's no getting rid of her. This clinging, unshakable leech of a woman. And people are starting to notice.
2: <laughs> You've been keeping something from me, Shutsy.
1: Taxi? Who is she? Taxi!
2: A former flame.
1: Please, Karen.
2: And now that she's grown old, you refuse to recognize her. Will you
1: stop this ridiculous chatter?
2: Why is it ridiculous? <laughs> years ago, you were still a very young student. She might have been a very handsome woman. Taxi! Of course. She was your very
1: first mistress. Now, oh, Karen, I've had enough of this. Ah,
2: oh, isn't there still a tender. Spot? There's a cab. Taxi! For oh, the old sweetheart who initiated you into the beautiful mysteries of love. Here we are. Oh, give her something for old time's sake.
1: You don't know what this is all about. Well,
2: if you won't give her something, I will. Here,
1: Mother, a 5 mark note. Now, look here, Frau Muller. Enough is enough. If you don't stop following me, I'll report it to the director of the hospital. January 19th. Last night, I went to see Carl Erich. Yes, like the rains that erode the rocks, Frau Muller finally wore me down. She lives in a miserable flat not far from the docks. The smells, the dirt, the vermin. All this was predictable. But the surprise was Kyle Eric. After the way she talked about her little boy, I'd anticipated a skinny brat of seven or eight. I was not prepared for a broad shouldered giant, perhaps a few years younger than myself. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, naturally handsome. His face was distorted, made ugly by a terrible grimace of hatred and a look of madness in his eyes. And yet this bruiser, who could have broken me in half with one hand, cowered in the corner like some terrified animal. Uh,
2: Say hello to the doctor, Carl Eric. The nice doctor has come all the way to help you. Say something. Well, up to your old tricks. Won't open your mouth. The doctor is with the city hospital. He's an official of the government. You want him to arrest you? Animal, open your mouth. You can speak. You're being stubborn, stupid. Speak. Speak. Talk. Say something. Stop it.
1: Stop it, Frau Müller. Don't strike him. He's a murderer. He wants to kill me, worry me to death. Wait. Please, now. Sit down, Frau Müller. I said, sit down.
2: Yes. Yes, Uh, doctor.
1: Carl Eric? Uh, Very happy to know you. My name is Dr. Heinrich Stammler. Now, as you can appreciate, your mother is quite worried, Carl. Surely you agree that you're, well, what you're doing now simply, well, it simply has no future.
2: Tell him you're from the government if he doesn't speak. If he doesn't go out and find a job, you'll arrest
1: him. I, I, I'll tell him no such thing. I'll tell him the truth. Carl, Eric, I want to help you. Help make you happy. Surely you cannot be happy here. Shut away from everything and everybody. Now then, the first thing I would like you to do is to have you open your mouth so I can take a look. Open your mouth? Please, Frau Müller.
2: Open your mouth.
1: Look at him sit there. Muller, you must not interfere. Are
2: you telling me how to handle my own son? There's only one language he understands. A smack across his ugly face. Stop it. Hey, hey. I,
1: I cannot help you if you persist in striking him. Carl, well, Eric, I'll come again another night. When you feel like talking. Oh, no. you, you're going.
2: How can you leave?
1: There's nothing I can do tonight.
2: You won't come back. I know you won't come wait, back. Wait wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. What is he doing?
2: Answer the doctor. He's talking
1: to oh, you. What is he doing at that
2: table? Oh, that table!
1: I should throw it oh, out. No, 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 no! What's on it? Looks like a helmet, bayonet, a soldier's belt—all sorts of military equipment. The way he picks up each article. Oh, he's not
2: a little boy. Mm. He can't play with soldiers' toys no, no, anymore. No,
1: no, 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 no! He's not playing, Frau Müller. It's as if he's. Experiencing a religious... Ten years ago,
2: when he was 12 years old, Mm -hmm. in 1917, we learned that his father fell in France. Since that day, he has been dumb. He refuses to speak.
1: And he has made himself a little shrine. Now I understand. Now I know how to talk to him. Doctor,
2: don't go near the table. Don't touch anything on that table! Call
1: Eric!
2: Eric! Put away that bayonet! I, I only mean to. I... Put down the bayonet! Call Eric! No! No!
1: Well, the therapy of Doctor Heinrich Stammler may be rather short-lived. A furious Karl Erich is stabbing away at his tormentors with a World War I German army bayonet. Some of you are probably saying, there's really nothing to worry about since we would never kill off a central character in the first act. Well, there's a great deal to that philosophy. But remember, like everyone else, we hate to be taken for granted. We may just surprise you in a very few moments.
2: Oh, my God. Hello, I'm Helen Hayes. There's something very important happening in this country. High school students from 60 nations are living here for a year in the United States. They're learning about us, about our families, our schools, our communities. And we're learning from them. It happens through American Field Service, AFS, and the thousands of people who give their time to help others. Volunteers help find families to host students. They arrange activities in the community and help raise scholarship funds. AFS is an exciting and rewarding activity that deserves a place in your town or your city. To find out how you can help bring an international experience to your school and community, write AFS 313 East 43rd Street, New York, New York. That's AFS 313 East 43rd Street, New York, New York.
1: This is a day in the life of Dr. Heinrich Stammler, as recorded in his diary almost 50 years ago. It describes the night of January 19th, 1927. He is in a dismal flat in a dingy tenement in the city of Hamburg. There is a tear in his coat where a wild thrust of a souvenir bayonet has narrowly missed doing him serious damage. The bayonet is in the hand of a wild-eyed blonde giant of about 22 who has just undergone a fit of uncontrollable rage. He has been subdued by his frail and wizened mother, who is now beating him without mercy. How dare you! Raoul Muller, let him alone. Hold on! Raoul oh. I order you to be quiet. Stop it. Oh.
2: Yes. Yes, sir, uh, doctor. Now you will be silent. But... Uh, or leave the room. He's only being stubborn, willful. What? Why... Can't he talk? Because
1: I'll try to explain. He suffers from a form of hysterical aphasia. The shock of his father's death paralyzed that portion.
2: Paralyzed. Hmm? You you say he's he's paralyzed? No.
1: I... Let let us say the shock stunned that portion of Carl Eric's brain, <sighs> which transforms ideas things into words. Carl Eric and I have so much in common, eh? Huh? Such a great deal to talk about. You do want to talk with me, don't you, Carl Eric? Mm. But you see, you see, he is unable to transform the idea yes into the word yes. He must learn to speak all over again. Carl Eric, you must do this for your father. Can he rest in peace if his death has made you dumb? Did he die for the fatherland only to destroy his son? Hmm? Tomorrow, we begin. You'll come to the clinic. Hmm? Don't be frightened. Don't be frightened. No one will hurt you. January 27. It proceeds slowly. What is the true etiology of hysterical speech disorders? Each case is a world of its very own, a dark and brooding place filled with fear and terror. And I must lead this lad from its jagged shadows into the sunlight. The tongue against the upper teeth and explode. <laughs> Now, <coughs> uh, all of them. The, the,
0: the, hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Two. Mm-hmm.
0: Two. It's uh, uh, mm. C. Stay. Stay. This
1: is an orange. Try to say it. Oh. Uh, it has a color, a shape, a flavor. Look. Feel Taste Taste huh? Collect all these things into your mind and say orange. Oh, <laughs> oh, This is To turn the cup upside down. Uh, uh, the outline uh, of the cup is like the shape of the uh, top of uh, your uh, head. head. The key is the word head. Now, the word cap sounds like the word cup, and a cap fits <laughs> on your <laughs> head. Uh, and a captain, captain. Where do you find a captain? At the Uh,
0: head of... What? What? Soldier! Cap! cap, Uh, Captain! Cap! Cap! cap, cap, Captain!
1: A pair can be... Two... A pair can be... (laughs) Fruit... (laughs) Two pair is two... Cut! 18th. The boy is so quick, so bright, he almost frightens me. He eats knowledge the way a starving man devours food. Slowly but slowly, the words are coming back. And many words are words he never knew. Karen said something about it. I took Carl Eric out to dinner with us. Later on, Karen asked me.
2: How does it feel to be God?
1: Why ask me?
2: Because you have just created a living creature in your own image. I have. Carl Erick. Oh, he <laughs> studies you so closely. He talks almost the way you do. No, oh,
1: it's all in your imagination. The boy is being grateful. No one was ever really kind to him before. He's showing gratitude to a big brother.
2: This isn't gratitude to his brother. This is worship to his God. Promise me something, Heinrich. Anything. I'm serious. <laughs> You must never fail him in any way. You are his god.
1: Then I must fail him in the end. All gods have feet of clay.
2: If he finds your feet are of clay, it will destroy him.
1: June 11th. Today I told him he would have to take his first test. And the look, the look that I thought had vanished forever, suddenly reappeared. The look of a terrified animal. No, no, I'm afraid. You must do this. I, I can You must go out into no. the world finally. No,
0: I, I know, I know what'll happen. I know.
1: I'll be standing in line. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll be waiting for for my turn. Fraulein Baker will say next, and uh, me, I'll be next. Uh, I'll just stand there and, and she'll say, Well, speak up. What'll it be? And I'll just stand there. A lump. A stone. No, you won't. I will. I will. I'll forget the word for bread.
1: You'll remember. I won't. It's happened before.
0: I I can't go out there.
1: I would like for us to have a loaf of bread for our dinner. No. Do me a favor. No, Please go around the corner to the bake Please shop. No! If you forget the word for bread. See,
0: see, even you're saying I'll forget it.
1: If you forget, just stand there and think. They'll laugh at me. If anyone laughs, turn to them, look at them, say to them, slowly, distinctly, calmly. Why are you laughing? What's so funny about a human being in distress? Now go. Please, Dr. Heine. Please. His please was a cry that almost broke my heart, but the time comes when the cord must be cut. I followed him downstairs, up the street, around the corner. I saw him enter the bake shop. His face had a look of agony, of a man being led to the scaffold. I stood just outside the door. I peered into the shop. One by one, the customers in front of him were served. And then...
2: All right. Who's next? I guess it's you, young man. Well, what do you want? Are you deaf? What do you want? You've been standing there five minutes waiting your turn. Couldn't you decide? So, say something. Peacock, stupid! Uh, (laughs) Look, uh, look at the comical uh, faces he makes. (laughs) He ought to be in the (laughs) theatre. Why
0: are you (laughs) laughing? What's so funny about a person in distress? Well, oh Lord. I want a loaf
2: of bread. Do you
0: hear me? I want a loaf of bread. Bread with a crisp crust.
1: He stood there, proud and tall, with fire in his eyes, as if he were a hero of legend. And to the half-dozen people in the bake shop, he was a hero. A man who had performed a titanic feat. And I knew then that he could stand alone. My work was finished. I could let go. I could say goodbye. Goodbye, Carl Eric, Dr. Heinrich. What can I say to you? Uh, I only did my duty as a doctor. No. Did you say goodbye to your mother? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. She, she made a scene. Munich is so far away. <laughs> it is time for me to leave. I know the job doesn't pay much, but it's a start.
0: I, I work hard, I mm-hmm. promise.
1: And meet a nice girl.
0: <laughs> What's this? <laughs>
1: You're blushing. I, I've already met her. You've been holding out on me. Who is she? You laugh at me. Mm-hmm. No, I'll only laugh at you if you deserve it. What's her name? Lisa Reinmuth. Lisa? Are you... Am I what? Are crazy? You, no, do you mean Lisa Reinmuth, the film star? Ah, oh, I see. What do you see? A foolish plot? No, 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 that's why she's there. On the screen, so idealistic young men can fall in love with her. I, I know it's hopeless. Hopeless? Is anything hopeless for a true German... Look at what you've done already. Look at what you've won. Why not Lisa Reinmuth? Yes. Set your sights high. Yes, you make me feel mm. that anything is attainable. You did from the very beginning. Work hard. You've got the stuff. If I have, it's thanks to you. No, no. I'll stop that. I admit that I've given you a splendid gift. The magnificent gift of language. But you are the one who must use it. Promise me. Promise me. You will use it wisely and well. I promise. I promise.
0: Dr. Heinrich. Goodbye, Carl Erick. Goodbye.
1: February 23rd, 1929. Carl Erick's regular weekly letter arrived again this morning. I think my boy is feeling his oats. Dear Dr. Heinrich. I lost my job, but I have found my future. We were sitting around at the loading dock during lunch hour, and the talk turned to what talk often does, women. And the foreman, a man I really don't like, was was sounding off about a certain person. You take these movie actresses. How do you think they get their jobs in this corrupt society? It's not how good they look on the screen. It's how good they perform with the producer. Would you say all actresses are like that? I would say they
0: have to be. Even Lisa Reinmuth? Huh? Lisa Reinmuth is the mistress of... Shut up! Why, why you punk! You're <laughs> that?
2: Hey!
0: Hey, Carl Eric! Hi,
1: Fritz. Oh, ho! You're going to have one butte of a black eye. You should see Meyer. What happened? I got fired. Ah, uh, it figures. He starts the fight, you get camped. Yeah? <laughs> I like the way you handle yourself. Well, look at where it got me. What are you going to do now? We'll look for another job. Uh, you and a million others, huh? Got any money? Just this week's pay. Tell you what. Move in with me. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to do Oh, we got plenty of money We? A couple of buddies and
0: me. Oh, you don't even know me.
1: What is there to know? All good Germans are brothers. Here. That's the most Oh, I I feel guilty. Oh, look. One day I'll be out of work, yeah? Or Otto or Hans. Hans. And you will have a job. So go ahead. Eat. Where are Hans and Otto tonight? Uh, They left early. They had to set the place up. What place? Why, the meeting place. I don't have to be there till later, but i better hurry. What kind of meeting is it? Say, why don't you come along? Hmm? I mean, in the ordinary way, you couldn't hope to get in. We're really going to have a mob. But uh, I'll get you the best seat in the house. (laughs) You sound like a man of influence. I'm getting there. I'm chairman of the meeting. And I'm the one who's going to introduce him. Introduce who? The Schöner Adolf. That's who? Adolf? Adolf Hitler. The savior of Germany. And tonight, you're going to shake his hand. Let's see. That was part of a letter written by Karl Erich Müller to Dr. Heinrich Stammer from Munich in the year 1929. 1929, things were touch and go that year. The world hung in a precarious balance, waiting to be tipped one way or another. And some of the people who helped to tip it, finally, will be heard from when I return in just a few moments with Act Three.
2: I want that sinus medicine.
1: Headache tablet?
2: No, the sinus medicine that relieves headache and congestion, internal sinus pressure and post-nasal drip.
1: You mean sign-off? Exactly. Compare sign-off tablets with anything you've ever taken for sinus. No sinus tablet you can buy relieves more symptoms. Sinoff gives you a full dose of pure aspirin plus a powerful sinus drainer. Sign off works fast to help sinus pain while you drain.
2: S-I-N-E-O-S-F.
1: Sign off. The sinus medicines in the bright red box. Take when needed, only as directed. Frank El Gaffio, Executive Director of Care, calls for help for African drought victims. Millions of men, women, and children are still barely clinging to life in the drought stricken countries of Africa. With your help, CARE is feeding millions of pounds of nutritious food, medicine, and other essential supplies. This vital aid, extended now, can make the difference between life and death for desperate people. Your contribution to CARE will save their lives. Please send your dollars to CARE, African Drought Famine Fund, Department 2, New York, 10016. Oh, great spirit, whose voice in the wind I hear, and whose breath give life to all the world, The voice is Iron Eyes Cody of the Cherokee Nation. The words are a prayer first spoken 400 years ago by his people, a people who love the land.
0: Make me walk in beauty. Make my heart respect all you have made. Make me wise that I may know all you have taught my people, the lessons you have hidden in every
1: rock. In some Americans today, that spirit is reborn. Throughout the land, areas of thoughtless litter and pollution are being restored to their natural beauty. And yet we still have so far to go. So everyone must get involved. To contact the Keep America Beautiful team nearest you, write Keep America Beautiful, 99 Park Avenue, New York, New York. People start pollution, people can stop it. A public service message this station and the Advertising Council. It like in the past? Well, historians list the events and enumerate the dates and describe the scenes. But how did it look? And how did it smell? And how did it feel? You had to live it to know it. Early in 1929, Adolf Hitler addressed a National Socialist Rally in Munich in Bavaria. And Karl Erich Müller was introduced to him. And now... Carl Erich tries to capture this fateful moment as he writes to his adored Dr. Heinrich Stammler. He takes your hand in both of his. He looks deep into your eyes. And at that moment, you expose your soul. At that moment, the world holds still. At that moment, nothing exists except for his eyes. And then he smiles. And he says, Karl, Erich, Müller, I am happy to be your comrade. Oh, my Dr. Stamler, I have been born three times. Once when my mother gave me birth. Once when you raised me from the darkness. And once when I looked into my Fuhrer's eye. 15th, 1931. Dear Dr. Stamler, I can't explain how busy things are, but regardless, I shall write you my letter each week, religiously. I must share all this with you. After all, if it weren't for you, I know how uncomfortable I make you with my thanks. Your prediction came true.
0: I met her. Yes, I met her. I finally met Lisa Reinmuth.
1: Carl, good news. You've been assigned to the film and theater section. What do I know about theater? Oh, with your mouth, how honey drips from your tongue. What am I supposed to do? Convince people in the cultural world to join the party. It'll keep you busy day and night, but everyone knows you're a bear for work. I mean, talking about work, I have to find a job. go you've got a job. Oh, I mean a job that pays. You're on the payroll now. The party can give you a good salary. Take money from the party? The party raises money to pay people like you and me so that we may devote all our time to our work. Mm. Now, start calling the names on this list. Mm. Oh, uh, by the way, the one on top is interesting. Uh, Lisa Raimel?
0: Yeah. How can I call her? Simple. Pick up the phone. She's a great star. Why would she talk to me?
1: Our party is the wave of the future. You and I are riding the wave.
2: Oh, but I'm a completely unpolitical person.
1: Life is politics, Fräulein Reinmuth.
2: You have such a masculine smile.
1: Our country has a rendezvous with fate.
2: Fate? Yes, I believe in fate. It's fate that... Brings a man and a woman together.
1: Uh, Every year, the National Socialist Party grows stronger, more numerous. Uh, Join us now. Stand with us now. Now, when we need you.
2: I need you, too. You, Carl Eric. I need a man of strength. A a man of ideals. A man of spirit. Oh, how hard it is for me to meet up a man.
1: What are you saying? Millions of men would, would throw themselves at your feet.
2: What real woman wants a man who would kneel to her? Car, Eric. Yes? How I have waited for you. Longed for you. January 3rd,
1: 1932. Sometimes I wonder if I even bother to keep this diary. Oh, well. I suppose it's become a habit. Not that it wasn't an interesting day and evening.
2: But how could they fire you, Shotsie? They need doctors. They
1: didn't fire me. They simply didn't reappoint
2: me. For what reason?
1: I'm not a member of the party.
2: Is that the way the wind blows?
1: That's the way the wind blows.
2: I see your boy is doing all right for Mm.
1: himself. He'll come to his senses sooner Good or later. To all true German comrades, this is Fritz Stauffer with the program National Socialist Headline. Suppose we turn him off. Huh? Tonight, our guest is a German
0: hero who is also my
1: closest, dearest friend. karl Eric Mueller. Do we listen? Oh, why not? He's still my karl Eric. karl Eric Mueller, together with his beautiful fiance, and we all know who she is, the lovely Lisa Reinhardt. And also an honored guest a woman who is a credit to true German motherhood, Frau Irma Mueller. Let us hear from Lisa Reinwood first.
2: I could only give myself to a true Aryan, to a man of the purest German blood. Our children will be supermen.
1: The best advice. And now, the hero himself, Karl Erich Mueller. Thank you, friend.
0: My heart is full. The dreams of my lifetime are coming true. What can a man want? An honored old age for his blessed parents, a true German woman to bear his children,
1: honor and glory for his beloved fatherland. None of this would have happened for me had it not been for one man, one great man. He
0: knows who he is and he knows I can never forget
1: him. All right. That's enough. Where will you go, Heinrich? Oh, there are other jobs, other hospitals. But the Nazis are gaining power every day. Hmm.
2: It might be better the to... The Nazis.
1: Just scum. It has been roiled up from the bottom of the stream by the political storms. This is a civilized country.
2: But I've heard the people scream Heil for Hitler. Hitler?
1: How can any intelligent German take Hitler seriously? Why, the man's an Austrian. March 23rd, 1933. I saw Karl Erich today. For the first time in four years. For the first time since I put him on the train to Munich. And what a day to see him on. March 23rd. The day the Reichstag will vote full dictatorial powers to Hitler. Ah, oh, well... There are bands playing the streets and uniforms and cheering crowds everywhere. I'm walking down the avenue, and there's this tall, blonde giant of an essay officer with the most heavenly-looking redhead clinging to his arm, and then suddenly I'm seized in a powerful grip. Doctor!
0: Dr. Heinrich! Why? Carl Eric! You're Carl Eric! Uh, Lisa, this is Dr. Heinrich! Oh, oh doctor! Carl Eric never stop talking mm. about well, you. Well, what are you doing? Where are you going? Wait, here's cleverness. Let's go in for a drink. Have it, Carl you Eric! You have to, to, to walk, go, go somewhere, do something? Forget oh, it. Take his arm, Lisa, and in we go. Ah. We shall sit, uh, here. Wait, up. We shall order
1: champagne, the very best. This is a celebration. Waiter, quickly, champagne. Now, talk to me, Dr. Heinrich, please. Uh, mm. Talk to me. What can I tell you? Everything. Mm. Mm. What is everything? Well, I haven't heard a word from you in over two years. At the hospital, nobody knows what happened. What did happen? Your clothes, look at you. Did you ever wear a rumpled jacket? Mm. I never saw you in a, in a wrinkled shirt. Well... Well, what? was. That's how it goes. Oh, no. That's how it went. You once saved me. How thankful I am that I can save you. From what? You know, Fritz Stauber is my best friend. Hmm. I heard. Fritz Stauber was with Hitler in the 1923 putsch... Stauber introduced me to Hitler. I read. But don't you know what this means for you? No. <laughs> You're <laughs> ill. But we will nurse you back, Lisa and I, won't we, darling? Of course. You will become the most powerful man of medicine in all of Germany. <laughs> I please, don't think so. Please, please, please I... listen to me, Dr. Heinrich. Ever since the day we met, I prayed... If only I could thank you someday. If only I could perform a service for you. Uh, it's it's so good to see you again before I leave. You're li- to, w- mm? where, where are you going? To America. America?
0: Mm-hmm. Decadent America? How can you leave Germany now? I must. No, no. Never. Mm. Why?
1: Because I committed a crime. A crime? Mm. <laughs> For a moment you had me scared A crime What kind of a crime Whatever it is, forget it, it's fixed As of this moment, it is mm. fixed One word from me And that crime is wiped from the books Not this crime Any crime I don't care what it is You are talking to me To Carl Erich Müller. <laughs> well, what kind of a terrible crime could you have committed? I was born at you. You... You were...
2: Oh, call Eric. Call Eric, what, what's the matter? Why, why do you make those faces? What are you saying? Speak. Speak. Don't, don't make those faces. I'm frightened. Oh, doctor. Doctor, do something.
0: I'm afraid
1: I can do nothing.
2: Oh, say something to Carl Eric. You, you, you are his God.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I know. And he has just seen my feet of clay. Oh,
2: say something to him.
1: Goodbye, Carl Eric. <laughs> Goodbye. Dr. Heinrich Stammler. I left him sitting there, staring into space. That dull and vacant look that would remain forever on his countenance. Goodbye, poor Carl Erich. And that is the last entry. The book is closed. I still have another page, and we shall read it together in just a few moments.
0: This is Arnold Palmer. In golf, we call someone who plays exceptionally well a champ. And a champ works to win. His whole way of life is geared to that talent, that ability in him which makes him win. Well, that's one way of living. But there are others. And the March of Dimes offers us some of those ways. Ways to work to prevent birth defects. Or ways to help kids born with birth defects. For many of those kids, a way of life is a difficult direction to discover. But for most of us, it's not. By us, I mean young people, middle-aged people, senior citizens, everyone. As Honorary National Chairman for the March of Dimes, I can tell you that the greatest gift you can give any handicapped child is a little understanding, a little encouragement, and a chance to appreciate life. Won't you help Join the March of Dimes today and find a way of life.
1: The twilight of the gods. All of the gods of power and conquest were finally blasted from their feet of clay a decade after our story ended. Unfortunately, they have been recreated... Rededicated. And once again, so many of us worship the gods of fire and destruction. Who will expose and destroy those gods in our time? Our cast included Kevin McCarthy, Paul Hecht, Bryna Rayburn, Joan Shea, and Sam Gray. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. What is it? I don't know. A funny dead smell. Oh, we must get this house open and let some air in. And... And... And what? I thought it was oppression at first, but... Strange reaction. Heavy. Listless. No, what's the word... I know. Something I've never totally felt in my life. Even at my parents' funerals. Sad. Just unbearably, inescapably sad.
2: to help us. I knew as soon as I saw the door opened, And the moment we got inside, she's back again. You let her back in.
1: Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Sinoff, the Sinus Medicines